Hello, everybody. <laughs> Do you just really? <laughs> oh, was it that loud? Oh, will allow us to open with a plug. Um, if you're interested, V8, I'm consuming yet another one of your V8 Plus Energy Pomegranate Blueberry Juice Drinks. Great. Fantastic. They're delicious. And also non-alcoholic. I mean, they can be alcohol. Yeah, so <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, welcome to... We'll do it live, a new podcast um, that is coming out from me, Zach, and my co-host, Shane. Um, it's a podcast where, fuck it, we'll do it live. We're going to talk about movies coming out, movies in the past. We're going to answer questions from our chat and Twitch. Um, last time we did this, people were throwing out, like, which movie character would beat another movie character, so... If you want to join this, you can follow us at our Twitch channels, which will be underneath um, wherever you're viewing this or listening to this, um, on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, and you can contribute to the conversation we're having. Um, and then we're going to wrap it all off with the actual meat of the podcast, like the main idea when we started, which is Shane and I, with all of our film knowledge, which is... <laughs> our yeah. abundance our of abundance, Our abundance of knowledge... If you can't mm -hmm. tell, that's a lot, that's a lot of sarcasm right there. Um, mm -hmm. We will be coming up with a sequel, prequel, or remake of the movie of the week. Um, the chat decides if it is a sequel, prequel, or remake. And you also decide what genre it is. So we're doing Iron Man this week. So by the end of this episode, we could be doing a <laughs> sequel to Iron Man that's a musical. <laughs> that's up to you. That's up to the chat. Uh, but anyway, that's the podcast. This is the first episode, and c c get ready for the chaos. We have another podcast together, and it divulges into nonsense very quick, so get ready for that. Hi, Shane. How's it going? So, so good. Our first official live podcast. Yeah, I'm kind of glad we don't do the other one live. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one actually requires, like... <laughs> yeah uh dude it's so i'm like looking out my window right now and it's 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 cold it's cold but it also like is the perfect opportunity to just like watch movies all day which i did yesterday because of Same. the cold and the snow so it was great um talking about movies and stuff um let's talk about what's going on with like current movies coming out current trailers and all the pandemics really messed things up like with what's being released but we're still getting some movies this year. Specifically, before I just got before I started my stream, um, did you know they're making a Jackass four? No. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about that. I love the That's Jackass awesome. movies. I was actually thinking about Jackass recently because um, Weezer released a new album, and the, those two are weirdly combined. Yeah. Which Weezer's new album is actually pretty good. Um, it's okay, human, pretty good. But anyway, um. I just got hit this with this like this weird nostalgia thing of, I like, there's this there's this like feeling that I feel like a lot of people in our generation have this like event that a lot of people younger than us don't have, and that's like playing Halo Two, Halo One until midnight, turning on Comedy Central, having ads for like softcore porn, and then watching Jackass <laughs> till like four a.m. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. That was my reality. <laughs> That's just like such oh, wow. a big known 
feeling. That is, in essence, something that I have experienced many times and I kind of long for. It's weird. Like <laughs> Those late summer nights playing Modern Warfare. Yeah, and just Comedy Central. You know, at, like as soon as Midnight happened, you had Girls Gone Wild ads for <laughs> some stupid reason. Central turned, like, you were on another planet after, like, 12 o'clock on a Saturday. Ex- yeah. And you were like, oh, Jesus. Wait, I'm not even 18. This is bananas. Exactly. And then it's like, hey, this is Johnny Knoxville. And this is Jackass. And you're watching someone at a porta potty going down a hill on a skateboard. Um, So that's just crazy. Like, it's been a crazy week with that. Like, the last month, my three favorite albums that have come out have been a Killers album, a Strokes album, and a Weezer album. It's 2021, oh, yeah. but it feels like it's 2006. <laughs> hell yeah yeah it's a good year to focus on people's nostalgia yes you know after a year of just like downs and what have you now in 2021 it's like there is nothing that will induce an overflow of you know dopamine absolutely uh, and nostalgia thank you for that follow too slow to control welcome to the farm why not jackass weezer now they'll release a new line of furbies it'll be great <laughs> we get our ta- tamagotchis back <laughs> beyblades are oh god i'd love for beyblades to come back um so what was i gonna what was i about to say so yeah jackass force i saw that um bam and is not gonna be in it though which is okay and i know yeah. like dunn is unfortunately passed away um, a right. couple of them have, so it's gonna be interesting. I don't even was Jackass three the one where they went to Japan, or was that two, no. or was that, that one? one? First one, the second okay. one they went to India. The third one uh, was like America, I think. They yeah. just like ramped it up with three D cameras and dildos. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That it's gonna be interesting. Um, it's also like the whole like jackass pipeline to like the stupid YouTube prank <laughs> channels. It's like there, but I feel like there's a disconnect. I feel like jackass are really only fucking with themselves. Like that's the one thing prank channels don't understand. I feel like or never got like that crossover. Is like jackass. They were doing stupid shit to themselves. <laughs> Prank True. channels, you're being a dick to other people. That's not cool. Man. Yeah, those guys kind of upset me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Someone, like, rolled up on me and was like, <laughs> and they, like, took my phone. Yeah, I would be I'm fucking might pissed. Just, like, might just, like, run them over with my car. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's a joke, YouTube. Parody. Joke. <laughs> that was a parody. We're, <laughs> we're protected by parody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd parody someone with my car. It's easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I saw like that's like the first thing that popped up was like Jackass Four. Um, I mean the article was Bam and Jerry is not going to be in Jackass Four, and that was like, oh shit, there's a Jackass Four. Um, right, which was cool. Um, Man, I didn't even realize that was a thing. I've just been so focused on not a movie but a show, and I and we're gonna get there, so we might as well get there now. Can we yeah. talk about Pedro Pascal? Yeah, cast as Joel from The Last of Us. Yeah, I actually did want to talk about that. Um, so what do you think the storyline is going to be? From what I understand, it's going to focus on like the idea behind the first game. Okay, so so it's going to be. Do you think it's going to be in between the first and the second? Because 
<laughs> excuse me there. I like think The Last of Us is like a perfect example of storytelling in a video game. So it's going to be interesting putting that into an actual TV format. Right. From what I was reading, it's either going to be like a retelling of the first game okay. or possibly like a lead up to it. But I know for sure Joel and Ellie are both going to be in it. They also cast, uh, oh my gosh, the I think it's Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. I'm not sure. I've never seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> Me neither, but I'm, I think that's oh actually... Oh God, we're doing a pop culture podcast and neither of us have seen Holy Game of Thrones. Holy shit, I was right. Hell yeah! Nice. We're gonna get like killed. Um, we're gonna get parodied by uh, Macy Williams. So she. Okay. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know who that is. Ellie in The Last of Us. Damn. So that it's, that'll be kind of interesting. Who's making it? Is that HBO? Yeah. Okay, HBO then like that's it's the thing about HBO. Like HBO signs onto it, it's going to be good. Like just. There's a hard yeah. equation. Like, I don't think I've watched anything from HBO that, like, I've been disappointed in. I mean, yeah, I, gu I guess. When it comes to, like, movies and shows, I can agree. But, like, there are some things that we we don't have to get into all that. That's fine. <laughs> I have some opinions on some other stuff about HBO, but I will agree overall uh, the, Taxi Cab Confessions is the greatest show of all time. No, I'm just Is that kidding. on HBO? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, so. I agree but with that. I'm just, Taxi Cab. I, I'm just kidding. But I do enjoy a fair amount of HBO media. True Detective is one of my all-time I mean, True Detective is great. The Leftovers is probably one of my favorite uh, shows. Doom Patrol is also fantastic. But that's more um, of a DC thing. I am excited about The Last of Us. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be really cool. I really like Pedro Pascal, but I wanted to throw it out. To you, to everybody listening, who would you cast as Joel and Ellie instead of Macy Williams and Pedro Pascal? See, I don't even know. I don't know actors. That's a um. I Pedro Pascal's blowing up. I I would say if you were gonna do more of a Last of Us two, I think like Harrison Ford, like old, yeah, old Joel yeah. would so, probably be good. Hear me out. I yeah. don't even know what other movies this dude's been in, but uh, he's pretty rad. He was in this movie, The Silencing, that I saw recently. Okay. Um, his name is Nick <laughs> Nicola Coaster. <clears throat> right, let me look that up. Nicola Coaster Wal Waldo. Okay, he was he was also in Game of Thrones, of course. Um, oh, I think I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, he was the first person that came to mind when I was like, "Who else?" He kind of looks like that person that's like, I want to say like a was a comedian, like a Brooklyn comedian, and then like does a bunch of firefighter shows. <laughs> I'll let me uh, figure this out, Dennis. <laughs> Oh, firefighter shows. Dennis Hopper? No, <laughs> that's not who you're talking about. No. I don't know. I'm talking about, like... Oh, God, he is like a very New York accent. Very... <laughs> oh, if I, oh, dude, if I typed in <laughs> firefighter shows, his, his picture shows up immediately. Let me go to... Uh, Rob Lowe. No, I know who Rob Lowe is. I, I should know who this is, too. Um... Troy Baker, Blue says in uh, chat. I agree. Troy Baker also kind of looks like Joel. 
Troy Baker, wasn't he the voice of? Yeah, Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary, yeah, he was in one firefighter show. Dude, that's all I know him from is Rescue. But he was in it for like seven years. Wasn't Troy Baker the voice of? Joel? Yeah, yes, Troy okay. Baker, yes, is the voice he, of. Joel. Uh, he actually endorsed Pedro Pascal for this. He he was on uh, like Twitter, or whatever. Like rah rah, Pedro do great. Nice. So, oh yeah. At least I think so. I don't want to misquote the dude. No, I think I think I. I mean, I think the Pedro's cool. Pedro's popping off. He's in everything now. Yeah, he's he's a good good actor. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. But yeah, I wanted to open that one up. If anybody has any cool answers or ideas for that, just hit them in the chat or go to the Discord, which can be found below. Exactly. Um, so, okay, let me pull this back up. What else is happening? 20th anniversary of Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter this year. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, HBO is also making a new Lord of the Rings thing. I think it's Amazon. Amazon is doing that? Okay. Yeah, I think it's Amazon Uh, creating it. I know that is a thing that's going to exist. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> which I, I I don't know if they're going. I think they're doing more like the Cimmerillion type stuff, which I've tried to read multiple times. There's a lot cool. that's boring, but like it's obviously it's going to be more exciting on TV. But like it's kind of boring. Um, can, I, can you see it? I can actually see the Silmarillion on my uh, on my bookshelf from here. Can you? Have you tried to read it? <laughs> yeah, it's basically just like a fucking reference book. It really is. It's like the encyclopedia of Lord of the Rings stuff. Like, yeah, it, if you want to learn a lot about Middle Earth, read the Silmarillion. Just, if you want a story, read Lord of the Rings. If you want to be confused for like 30 pages because <laughs> there's 10 different elves with similar sounding names all doing different things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Uh, I'm just looking at r slash movies, honestly, for the last week. Jack Black to play Claptrap. In a Borderlands. That'll be so that's a, that's that's a garage. That, there is still movie that video game movies. Actually, we could talk about is in general. Claptrap movie or is it's it a just border- a Borderlands movie. I know some other okay. big names are attached to that property. I can't remember who. I think Kevin Hart. I think it's pretty much almost like they took the cast of Jumanji and they're making. Oh great, The Rock. Borderlands. Be I mean, he would be a good Ronald. Ronald. You know, what's his? Oh, what's the character's name? Um, Roland. Roland. Thank you, Ronald. That took me a second. Yeah, Roland. When you look through the footage, it's gonna look like I'm like judging you, but I'm not. No, it's I'm okay. Judge me all the time. <laughs> um, it's like Ronald. And it's I was weird. Like, ah. So like, we just talked about two video game movies, to television shows. Historically, they're not great. <laughs> oh, we have the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel got announced too. Yeah, another video <laughs> game. Historically, video game movies are not great except for some exception except for some exceptions like doom which is still bad but it's a good bad (laughs) why'd you open with that come on (laughs) silent hill still a good bad oh god what's a good one uh Give me a second. Yeah, this is... I don't want to Google. I just want to, like, think on oh, it. Oh, I'm cause... Googling because I'm, I can't... My memory's garbage. The Super Mario Bros. movie was a bad example. That uh, movie is terrible, <laughs> but an awesome Good, bad. Memory. It's good, bad. On the note of nostalgia, like, that is... 
a nostalgic movie for me. Dennis Hopper is the Koopa King with like his weird fucking spike dermal implants. That was wild. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, Super Mario Bros. is a trip. Um, there was Doom. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is also a good <laughs> bad, though. Like, also, <laughs> they're supposed to make a Mortal Kombat movie, like which I, I've seen some of the leaks where that is good. I'll say Silent Hill 2006 is pretty good. Not the best graphics, but still pretty good. Um, I guilty pleasure, dude. I like the Resident Evil movies. Some of them. I'd Not say all of them. They're good. They're, Some of them. Yeah, I'd say the first Resident Evil. I wouldn't sit down and watch all 13 of them, but... Detective Pikachu, I never saw, but people said Me it was neither. good. But Me I, neither. like, so I guess... Things. Wait, Tekken had a game? <laughs> Ironically, I heard good things about uh, Sonic as well after they redid everything. Yeah, and he doesn't have that weird monster teeth. Yeah, dude. Oh man, the original. Oh, if anyone listening hasn't seen them, just Google Sonic the Hedgehog, like original concept. Absolutely. Angry Pigs was amazing. I never saw the Angry. See, okay, so right now, from what I just proved, as I said, there was good video game movies. I did not list a single one. (laughs) So. Yeah, but they exist. They exist, but. They exist, so there are out there. But it's interesting now that we're seeing a Borderlands movie, a Last of Us television show. Um, we have Sonic, yeah. um, oh, Uncharted, Witcher. Witcher. The Witcher was good. Um, but that's like, I, I'm not counting The Witcher because The Witcher's ba- also has is based off true. of novels. That's true, and it is known that the show is based more off the source material. <laughs> right. Yeah, Detective Pikachu, um, I was heard, was good, but, like, I mean, most Pokemon movies are very good, and I guess, like, what came first, the game or the anime? I don't know. Um, Pokemon? Yeah. The anime, I'm almost certain. Okay, well, then that's... um, But uh, then, I guess... And the card game. But anyway, back to what I was saying, 2021, we're getting Borderlands, Last of Us, Uncharted, Sonic. So... It's interesting. I don't. I, I think we are talking about Iron Man today. I think that they those two play into each other. I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is really opening up people yeah. wanting to try other versions of pop culture to create movies from. Um, That's also about to be banging. Like the MCU is about to. Be yeah, they're about to. Um. Yeah, you can definitely raid me. Uh, also, thank you for asking. Hello. Um, yeah, I I agree. Um, he's like, what, Disney Plus? We're getting one new thing every week, which is crazy. Like, we're getting a new... Yeah, like, it's WandaVision, then um, Winter Soldier, and then... Oh, yeah, that's coming very soon. Winter Soldier What if? March. And then Loki. Like, we're getting them all in order. It's yeah, crazy. It's good. Is um, what if... Um, does that tie in in any way to like the actual like canonical like? I don't think so. But actually, I don't know. I'd be surprised at this point. I'd be surprised. Kinda... I wouldn't be. I should I say I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Let's get. We we're talking. I muted myself in Discord for some dumb reason. Um, <laughs> when I was about so to talk again. Yeah. We were talking about movies based on video games. Yeah. But what about like just. M- movies based on video games 
not a video game, such as, but not limited to Ready Player, Ready One. Player One, which I just recently watched, and it was amazing. It blew my mind. I thought it was really cool. <laughs> but that's, like, just... also, like, I, I agree. I liked Ready Player One. It's a really good uh, popcorn blockbuster film. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, but that's also kind of an exception, because that was a book <laughs> first. That's true, but, I mean, I'm not trying to say, like, it is video, like, about right, right. Video just about but it has games. like video games that is true i i really enjoyed it there are a couple of those um like ready like player one was I forgot about really that movie <laughs> yeah it was, but it was uh exciting totally fine to have watch. a good night boo 06 thank you like, for coming in brutal. and following i hope your night is good yeah i forgot about the movie that movie was was like you said brutal um yeah. it's for those who don't know the gamer is like about a dystopian world where it's like a battle royale, but like the people in the battle royale are real people, <laughs> like in prison. They're prisoners, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Um, we also have uh, what is it? Um, Free Guy coming out with Ryan Reynolds. Free Guy, yeah, that looks really uh, charming. It looks really funny. I mean, Ryan, you can put Ryan Reynolds in most things, and I'll watch it. <laughs> like, I, I won't even say most things. Put Ryan Reynolds in it, and I'll be compelled to watch it. You, he, he, he can lead a movie. Um, you, you want to talk about Green Lantern, then? Dude, I... I uh, <laughs> I'll still watch it before Ryan Reynolds. I won't watch it for the Green Lanterns part. It sucks. But, like, Ryan Reynolds is still okay in it. <laughs> He's still good in it. <laughs> like, the, yeah. Like, the, the problem with Green Lantern is it's, like, a bad movie, but not even, like, a bad enough movie to want to watch it again for fun. It's just a bad movie. Um, I guess if we're talking about DC, we can wrap this entire segment up about probably talking about one of the biggest new. Well, like, the news has been big, and I guess it's not even that big for a year now. Did you watch the new Zack Snyder Justice League trailer? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. I, oh my god, I, I feel like, DC, I feel like a lot of people feel like this. For, so, for those who don't know, a little backstory of me. I collect comics, I like comics, I read comics. My collection is probably 80% DC, 10% indie, 10% Marvel. I really like DC Comics. But god, those movies are always so, they excite me and I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to be let down. I'm ready to be let down. It looks good, it looks good. I mean, the, the whole thing about it is, um, I mean, you know what? If if people want to flame me on Twitter or whatever, that's fine. I don't think they will. The whole thing yeah, about no, it is, I don't is, think they will. Uh, Justice League sucked. Yeah, it did. So uh, pretty much everything in the Snyderverse. I, I would say the first Wonder Woman was pretty great, and I, I liked Aquaman, even though a lot of even that's debatable <laughs> if it's good. <laughs> but, I think that uh, you know, doing it in any other way <laughs> yeah i it's gonna be better so i have a theory on dc movies which how they can make it better i and i know it's kind of a part of the podcast so i'm gonna talk about it dc movies would be better if they followed the joker formula i'm not talking about everyone do edgy films like the joker but my favorite part of the dc universe are their, it's smaller stories we don't you dc saw the success of the mcu and tried to immediately jump into that no, don't do yeah. that. You need to do things that make it more unique. I think if I was the DC Studios, again, I have no expertise here. I'm not a producer. <laughs> Maybe that. I, <laughs> I need to put that up front. I don't know what I'm talking about most of the time. I think if DC really wanted to make great movies, 
they would find smaller directors, smaller indie directors, like in the horror field, in um, dramas, going out and reaching out to like um, the foreign audience, um, looking for smaller directors. Don't do any more big budget movies. Don't do like fifty million dollar, hundred million dollar movies anymore. Do more things like The Joker, which you can do more indie style. You can put more heart into it. You can be darker. Do Constantine, sure. but make it a horror film and give it to some horror movies are really are like known for being cheap to make. But some it's, I will argue some of the best films are horror films because you can be really creative with them. You have DC has the whole dark universe. Make Constantine, make Swamp Thing. I mean, these are my favorite <laughs> books, but like <laughs> tell these smaller stories, tell more artistic, more indie. Don't try to be the MCU because you're not because you Got Zack Snyder to direct your films. <laughs> Zack Snyder does not do comedy, does not do charming, which is what kind of makes the MCU the MCU. They're more poppy, more pop culture infused. Zack Snyder made 300 and Watchmen before he was given the DCU. Right. Like, don't be gritty for the sake of gritty. And I know they had success with the Nolan trilogy, but again, those were an original take on Batman. And separate stories. Um, that's my whole thing. I don't know. Just and also, it's what that's like a four hours long. <laughs> that's a long movie. Yeah, this one is four hours long. Yeah, the new. Thank just, goodness. It's four hours long. Thank goodness. And it's like it's four hours long. Well, first of all, they were said they were gonna break it up into like episodes, which. Uh, Okay, that, that might get my attention more. But now they're saying like it's just four hours, and it's like, ugh. okay, that's that's a that's a lot of movies. I watched eight hours of movies yesterday though, so I can't really talk. The pacing of Justice League was kind of wild. So yeah. like, I think you know, taking their time with it, giving a bit more exposition, could be good. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. Um. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know when it's coming out. I feel, I feel like it's been coming out for a very long time. But Yeah, I, I've been anticipating it for, you know, like eight months. Yeah. And I tried to watch it like three months ago on a free subscription to Max only to find out that it wasn't there. So that was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Do we have anything else? Any other news that's coming out? I'm like looking through all these articles and seeing. Oh, I'm sure there's a bunch. Sonic the um, Hedgehog Two is coming in April. Wait, coming April 2022. I don't. I haven't seen the first one. Um, Bamajera won't be in Jackass Four. We talked about that. Something about. I just sh- tried to like I I I I came into this with the thing I wanted to talk about. And yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking. It's been a weird week. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. Um, not really. All right, so this part, because this is the first episode, we're still trying to figure out the segues and stuff. Um, this part of the podcast, the viewing, whatever the hell you're watching us live, it's guess it's not really a podcast if you're watching it live. Um, is where we're going to kind of open it up to the chat. Uh, last week we kind of did who do you think would win in a fight? Blah blah versus blah. If you chat has any questions. Um, we probably won't answer all of them, but shoot them. Let's let's talk movies. How many Mission Impossibles are there? Holy shit! Seventeen. <laughs> no, I think actually there's like six or seven. Yeah. 
they're, yeah, they're filming seven and eight right now. Seven and eight? Seven Tom and eight. Guy filming those movies. Yeah, maybe he wants to at this point. I, like, <laughs> that's just written into the end of the eighth movie, like, Tom Cruise and Ethan... And well, people, uh, why can't men accept that Fight Club is gay? I think that's just a general thing. I think people think Fight Club is a lot shallower than it actually is. That's my answer to that question. I don't think it's just a men thing. I think it's a general yeah. consensus. <laughs> well, that's with most movies. Anything made with main in mainstream, like Fight Club, you're not going to get a lot of deep analysis. Uh, what movie has the best music? That's a good question. Uh, in my opinion, yeah, it is go for it. probably Interstellar. Uh, it just makes me feel all kinds of ways. Interstellar is good. Um, and it honestly has nothing to do with the film. It, it just like it's where the score is used with what is going on and the way that the score is used to like convey what's happening like the way that the ticking clock is made as part of the score in the uh water planet scene yeah it's just like oh it just gets me every time every um time. Uh, i would probably have to say mandy johan johansson I, I haven't seen mandy yeah really honestly long. i would actually i would say my two two choices here are by the same person who made the music um it'd either be mandy or arrival both johan johansson i think unfortunately he passed away i think a year or two ago but honestly i don't think there was a composer out there who could match what he could do to a film like i think arrival and mandy are both great films but i think the soundtracks are what make them absolutely fantastic spectacular pieces i haven't seen either of those guys. dude you need Time to see to get the work shane I, I agree, uh, Animal People, Lord of the Rings music is absolutely amazing. Oh, astounding. I mean, there's so many wonderful, beautiful scores. I mean, le- you know. What do you think is the worst? The worst? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to think. Dude, when you ask me anything <laughs> of, like, what is the worst of this thing in film, it's just like, there has been so many terrible, terrible movies made. I think Catwoman. <laughs> There's just that one scene with like a billion cuts. Just most things about Kit the Catwoman movie are bad, but I feel like I remember the soundtrack being pretty not great. Anytime I'm like watching a thing and there's like a bunch of cuts, it's so jarring. Yeah, that's my that's my least favorite thing. Um, um I don't know what would be the worst. I, I asked that question, I don't even know the answer. I think I just think yeah, I've just seen like so many bad movies, and there's just so many like you know yeah movies that exist. I've not seen The Greatest Showman, but I heard like the the final product is good. But I, I the original music was rough. That's something I'm not. I'm not. I never saw that. Um, I mean, I really like Les Mis, but like there's some people who shouldn't sing in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like so, Jared Butler. <laughs> Gerard did, Butler. Did, did Cats ever come out? Did yeah, Cats came out. Alright, any opinions on Cats? Because I, I don't want to give mine because I never saw it, but I heard it was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just the general thought. I've never saw it either. I really want to see it. That's a movie I actually really want to see, but I've not yeah. seen it. Terrible. I mean, yeah, it's just... That's Uncanny Valley. You do... I don't know. It's... 
It is. It is. It is. Yeah, I haven't seen I it. Know, I can't man. comment on it. If, I haven't seen it. If you put it. Idris Elba in a cat suit in front of me, like I'm not going to be able to like suspend my disbelief for two and a half hours. I, I don't even think, like, if they would have gone the route with like the actual cats play and actually wore the costuming, I think it would be a different thing. But they made those abomination of cat CGI, which is terrifying. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Terrible, but still original songs, but yeah. Memories. Um, Here's a sick fact. Princess Bride scores are by Mark. I don't even know who that is. Come here, Google. Um, oh, from Dire Straits? Whoa. What the? I did not. That is a sick fact, actually. Pretty rad. <laughs> um, okay, so the Princess Bride score was written by some the guy from Dire Straits. That's sweet. Um, I, I had a question. I forgot what I was going to ask. I was thinking about it for a very long time. Um, oh, if you were going to make a video game movie, I'm going to open this up to anyone. If you were going to make a video game movie, what video game would you do? Because we were talking uh, about video game movies earlier, and I mean, we're on Twitch. Mass Effect would be such a great franchise. Agreed. 100% animal people. Hmm. I like open up my Steam. <laughs> Honestly, I want a Persona. Uh, Persona 5 had an anime. Or Persona had an huh. anime. So I guess that already kind of counts. Um. I Like, I, I lean on God of War all the time as an answer. But, like, it also plays like a movie. It would make a, yeah. It would be like a good anime about Persona 5. But I actually, that was what I was thinking about. Like, that is kind of something I wanted to bring up when we were talking about The Last of Us. I forgot, like, how sweet. We're getting an Uncharted movie and a Last of Us movie. How far behind is God of War? Right. I'm really excited for the Uncharted movie, especially if those images of Tom Holland were true. Yeah. Is that real? Tom Holland actually going to play Nathan Drake? Yeah, Tom, that's confirmed. That's confirmed. Um, that's, that's absolutely under concern. I love that. Um, ooh, a Dead Space. Dead Space would be amazing. A Dead Space movie, a horror film would be... That could be really neat. Finger kisses. Left for Dead uh, there also. Is a, there is a Metal Gear Solid movie confirmed by uh, Jordan Roberts. The guy is there? Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Interesting. He actually is, like, confirmed to take that on. Um... Interesting. Oh, I, okay. I keep now. I'm remembering these things. This is why we talk because I my memory sucks. Um, they're making a twisted metal series, and someone big show. I think Dude, show. Yeah. I'm twisted. Twisted metal. Someone big was just confirmed in it. Interesting. Oh, animal people, you're onto something. That would be unbelievable. Honestly. Oh. It'd be in. It'd be insane. It'd be really tough, but I. I'd be down. I think. I think Shadow Colossus into a decent movie if, if it was done not by a major studio, but more as in. Kind, if you took the the actual like the thing like everyone loves the big boss fights in Shadow Colossus, but I think the the atmosphere of the Shadow Colossus is the, what makes the game game great. Yeah. I want Shadow of the Colossus by Guillermo del Toro. Yes, that would be, yes. Filmed 
in the basement of my apartment <laughs> <laughs> for twelve. Honestly, just give me more Del Toro. Um, so okay, really? oh, for real. <laughs> so I found it. Twisted Metal TV series. TV series gets Will Arnett as Sweet Tooth. <laughs> What? Yeah, that made me excited. I like. Really... Is this a cartoon or something? I don't know, but maybe we haven't got a twisted metal game in a very long time. Because the last time I saw Sweet Tooth, he was fucking jacked, and the last yeah. time I saw Will Arnett, he, he was not... like a magician. Um, <laughs> it's I'm, it's by Sony Pictures, so that means it could be animated. Well, if they've. <laughs> That it'll probably be really good if it's by Sony Pictures, because that means like they're putting their name on the line for their product. So they'll, you know, they'll try really hard to make it good. Yeah. I think the Resident Evil like animated movies were pretty sweet. Yeah, I I don't know. I this article is comparing, um, comparing uh Twisted Metal to, uh Crank. Oh man. <laughs> Which I mean, speed. Uh, that would also. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Alfonso, I I agree with that. Animal people throw video games at Alfonso Curano. I can't say his name. I can't. Curan. Um, cool. for those who don't know, he did. Gravity know is such a good movie. Yeah, and uh, Children of Men is also some of the greatest cinematography the last twenty years. Um. I just want to see In the Mountains of Madness Roma, by yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Dude, just yeah, give me anything. You don't know how disappointed I am that, like, D- Del Toro came to DC and who I think Warner Brothers owns DC with a Justice League dark and a dark universe idea and they shut him down. That makes me so sad. We could have seen a Del Toro Swamp Thing or a Del Toro uh, Dead Man or Hard Constantine. Know. Just over the last like year and a half, I've read more Lovecraft than ever in my life, and I just keep thinking that like Del Toro should make a movie out of. I mean, any. did you did you watch the Color Out of Space with me? No. That movie was with Nick Cage. I but I want to was like, actually much more Lovecrafty and much more creepy. Like it had some crazy body horror. In it. it was actually good. Cool. How does it? I want to see Color Out of Space. I want to see Mandy. They're they're on. My Mandy's list. so good. I actually, um have a mandy t-shirt coming in the mail soon nice it just says mandy made me sick it was a disgusting movie but it, like it, it also color of space i recommend to people but just know like it gets disturbing and very body horror very quick like and you kind of don't expect it <laughs> um how does it okay this is gonna be the last question before we jump into this third part uh how does it feel that the mortal Kombat movie comes out in less than two months and they won't even show a trailer Feels like 1995 and the first Mortal Kombat's coming out again. Yeah, I, it's go- I feel like it's going to suck. I feel like usually when movies don't put out anything before it actually comes out, it comes out not Especially good. now when like the likelihood of it being able to drop in a theater is like, pretty low. And if it does, like it's probably not going to make that much money. Yeah. But who's the confirmed cast on the new Mortal Kombat movies? Anybody know? I remember liking who was Sub-Zero, but I can't remember. Mortal Kombat. I didn't even know that they even released the trailer. That is bad. It's an yeah, R-rated reboot, okay? When I look up new Mortal Kombat movie... Oh, there is a new trailer. Or oh. new, no, no, not a trailer. Just a... Re- uh, wait. I don't like that there it has, like, trailer. seven screenwriters. 
I don't like that. I don't like when movies... If movies have a lot of screenwriters, that's not good. Who? Let's see, what, who's the director of Mortal Kombat? What has he done? Simon Mc, McQuaid? McQuaid? He hasn't done anything. <laughs> Literally, he has not directed I, anything. Other than a, a video here. short. Oh, God. Who do we got here? Ash Lawson, Jessica McNamee. That sounds familiar. Where are you from? He directed a bunch of... Okay, so I guess I can't give this guy too much shit. He directed a bunch of commercials, and Ripley's... Like, you can't shit on someone from directing a bunch of commercials and making a movie, because Ripley Scott went from directing a bunch of commercials to making Alien. Right. (laughs) And Blade Runner. So, like, people who film commercials know how to get... Okay, I would say... Ripley Scott used his ability to film commercials to make Alien and Blade Runner a very good dissection of super consumerism and stuff. I don't know how commercials will play in Mortal Kombat, though. Yeah, I I don't think the guy's the next Ripley Scott either. I agree with that. Based on names, I did not know a single person in this show. I had to actually explore... This guy who you said that you like, the Sub-Zero guy, Joe yeah. Taslim in the new Mortal Kombat movie. The only thing I even know him from is uh, The Raid, Redemption. Well, I mean, the, the Raid has some of the best action. In, yeah, no, it's great. And as soon as I saw his face, I was like, all right, yeah, this guy will be cool. He was also in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Speaking yeah. of which, we should have hit that in the first one. Did <laughs> you see there's a new trailer for the new No, I don't. I, did, I refuse. Guess who's in it. Everybody, Dude, everybody, guess. literally anyone in Hollywood at this point who, um, Post Malone, I don't know. <laughs> John Cena! Of course he fucking is. Uh, uh, Fast and Furious 7 is still one of the greatest movies of all time. I hate every other one. Oh, man. <laughs> when I saw that fucking trailer, I lost my mind when I saw it. I'll John have to Cena. watch it. James Wan is producing the Mortal Kombat. I mean, producing doesn't really mean too much, but, like, I James Wan's a pretty damn good director. Um, He directed Furious 7, which I was just talking about. <laughs> but he also, tra- he, like... Is that the one where they jump a tank across a bridge? Yeah, it's the one where also <laughs> <laughs> the rock flexes out of the, the, the fucking... Um... Daddy's gotta go to work! Exactly! So, <laughs> not seen Furious 7, it is a parody of itself at that point. Um, the rock is in the hospital, he has a cast on his arm, the city is being blown up by, like, drones or something, so he, he's in a cast, he flexes the cast off, says Daddy has to go to work. Um, next scene we see him in is probably like 20 minutes throughout the movie. Um, a drone gets taken down and he grabs the Gatling gun off of the drone and just walks around with it for the rest of the movie. Fucking shoots a helicopter down with it. Um, so, and for who, people who don't know who James Wan is, uh, he is the person who made Saw 1, which I'm not a big fan of the Saw series, but Saw 1 is still a great movie for an end of, for someone who came out of nowhere. Saw, the first one, is a fantastic example of good, low-budget horror movies that can bring original ideas. Yeah, yeah. I agree completely. Um, I, I did very much like the Saw. Well, the, the Saw franchise was fun to watch, but they weren't exactly good movies. No, but I, yeah, exactly. I don't. I, I. I don't like torture movies. I, I, right. Um, it is basically like that. Not my favorite type of horror. All right, so let's jump to the last part of this show, the main part of 
we'll do it live. Um, which is the part which this is the idea of the podcast. So Shane and I were sitting around, I think, theorizing what Marvel comics we would want to see movies of. And we were talking like, wow, we do, it's cool coming up with movies, so let's make a podcast about it. So, oh, we have to talk about the movie we did this week. There is an outline. <laughs> I promise you there is structure. So we watched... So this week's episode, uh, the first episode, because we kind of this idea came from the Marvel Universe and Shane and I playing video games and just talking about all the different theorizing we had of what would make a good movie and all that stuff, we decided to start this all off with the 2008 MCU starter. I mean, the Hulk is first, but is the Hulk first? I think. But I don't know. But it's weird. The Hulk is weird in the MCU. Um, we were talking about the 2008 Iron Man movie. I have not seen this movie probably since 2008. <laughs> Shane. It came out the same year. They did. Uh, I have seen this movie uh, probably 150 times since 2008. Yeah. I'm amazed. You've only seen... This is your second time watching well, it. Well, no. I probably watched it like seven times in 2008. It's not... <laughs> so I've probably seen this movie probably... Hey, okay. I... I wouldn't. Okay, I'll probably watch it again like early 2010s. But it, even then, it's probably been like at least seven to eight years between the last time I've seen the first Iron Man and now. I love it. it it's it, going to be hard. It was really difficult to watch it critically because, like, we were talking about in the beginning of all yeah. this, nostalgia is a powerful thing. It is. And, it like, completely going is. Into it, knowing the end result and knowing where everything goes and knowing what just this movie means right it, it's yeah. the, it, it's hard to remove it from that i agree like when i was watching it i was like okay you have to you have to i have to remove what comes after it because mm -hmm. the explosion of superhero movies that come after iron man um but that being said without nostalgia removed i think iron man is the best origin movie to come out of the MCU. The only one that I think would be better, in my opinion, is Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I um, think... I actually, last night, I watched Iron Man, then I watched Infinity War, then I watched Captain Marvel, then I watched Endgame. <laughs> All four of those movies yesterday after watching Iron Man. So, thank goodness we only have time. Because I really, I, re I said, thank goodness we only have to talk about Iron Man, because I really like three of those movies. Dude, I gotta say, I think people give Captain Marvel shit for the wrong reasons. Like, people say it's corny, and so I'm guessing that's the one you're talking about. Yeah. I, to that, to that people, that people's that opinion, the fucking Marvel Universe is corny as shit. I actually pretty much enjoyed Captain Marvel, because I... Every Mar you, if anyone's looking at Marvel movies as not cheesy, even like or Iron Man, then I you're looking at the movies wrong. Yeah, so it's not because it's cheesy necessarily. I like I have some opinions of things about that movie that are like removed from the context of the film. Objectively, it's pretty cool. I think it's funny and clever, and it's got some cool CGI and fight scenes. The only part that really kind of upset me was that uh there had been like 10 years of lead up to this point for us to figure out what happened to nick fury's eye dude i actually and, love that uh, part <laughs> and then then that was it i, I was like <laughs> that whole time like seriously six movies ago he looked at captain america 
in his face, and he said, Last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. See, that's why I love that. It shows that Nick Fury, or Fury... I get that he's a liar and all that, and he's, like, the fucking <laughs> ultimate spy and all that shit. Yeah, cool. But, like... Dude, it's... I... I... Agree to disagree. I think it's great. I think we've seen Fury do a lot of goofy ass shit. True, uh, but I mean, like, yeah. I mean, the like, whole you see him do enough awesome shit to where like that's kind of like an okay thing, I yeah. guess. But I mean, after hearing about it for fucking ten years, all I wanted was for like a scroll to like hold him down and take his eye out with like a biometric scanner so that it could be Nick Fury. But no, he just gets clawed in the face. Spoiler alert. Well, I mean, if we're talking about that, like even in the comics, Nick Fury loses his eyes from a mine going off both times he loses it. It's not like he never had an exciting reason why he lost his eye. I just want it. I know, I get it. All right, but let's talk about Iron Man. So, like I said, I watched Iron Man, and I watched those three movies coming up. Um, we, I mean, it just got me in the mood. I think, um, other than some pacing issues with Iron Man, I think it has some weird pacing. I, I still do think it is one of, if not the best origin story we have in the MCU, which there's a lot of them. Yeah, no, I, I, I really like it. And, like, I tried to watch it objectively, you know, as best I could. And uh, even still, I, I just think it's a really high-quality story. It gives me characters that I give a shit about. Granted, they're limited, um, but they make that pretty clear Yeah. Um, through their dialogue. Um, so, like, almost immediately, like, you're, you're into the characters that you see. Yeah. And the story's pretty easy to grasp yeah uh they do they kind of shove it in your face a little bit but that's okay i mean it is an origin story it should be pretty cut and dry right i mean you can't do much too much with origin stories i mean at least yeah they try to do something kind of different um we thoroughly enjoy it i thought it was i i can agree there were some it is kind of awkwardly paced in some points yeah but like I don't know. I, it's like a true hero's journey in a matter of two hours and six minutes. Right. Seeing him go from being like, you know, without peace, I wouldn't have a job to actively trying to get in the way of bullets and shit. Yeah. Pretty awesome. The only thing is I forgot how much Tony Stark sucks in the beginning. Like, he absolutely sucks. Yeah. He sucks. He's yeah. a fucking shitty human being. He is fucking worst. horrible. The worst. I mean, it does say a lot. Like, him almost dying has to be the reason, too. But like you said, Hero's Journey, you have to have a fall to go that. Um, The only right. thing that kind of really pisses me off about Iron Man is not the movie itself. It's that we never get the fucking Ten Rings or the Mandarin better yeah like you never really see the mandarin that. is so cool the mandarin and the ten rings organization are such good villains we kind of get them in three with a fake mandarin that's garbage i like also iron man's weird i think iron man is the strongest of the three iron man one two and three i i agree with that completely i like what the other ones do for the story but like like objectively yeah it is it's the strongest i think so i think which is weird because, like, I feel the opposite about the Thor movies. <laughs> like, I feel like one and two don't do it for me, but three is well, probably my favorite Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't even really 
really care about the first two Thor. I didn't even give a fuck about Thor until he was an Avenger. Right. I mean, I until Taiki Watiti got a hold of him in three, I didn't care. Like, he went from being I don't care about this character to Ragnarok being like I only Thor. want Thor going forward. <laughs> like, oh yeah. All right. So. I think general consensus, we like this movie. This movie was great. It's one of the better Marvel ones. Um, it's good. I really enjoyed it. Um, so, let us destroy it with whatever you guys voted on and make it worse. So, uh, this part of the episode, Shane and I, thanks to you lovely folks at home, are going to come up with our own new version of this movie. Either it being a sequel, a prequel, or a remake. Um, and we also get to pick the genre. So, Shane, I, I don't... Let's see. I have both of the straw polls open right now. Let's start with oh, yeah. sequel, prequel, or remake. Ready. Oh, God, we're remaking... I was ho worried that we were going to have to remake this movie. I don't... Just my worry was I don't know who to uh, cast other than fucking yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Um, so we have to... It's a remake. And it's a mockumentary, which I can actually do. I, I, think, I, I think I have an idea for that. So, I think we need... For the first off, start with this. I think we have to keep it an origin story. That's what Iron Man is. It's the beginning of the MCU. We have the, It has to lead into the greater Marvel Universe. It also has to introduce us to Tony Stark, the character, and kind of go through his journey. I don't think we can take that out of the movie. I, I agree completely. I'm, I am passenger seating this. Okay. I, I yeah, agree. definitely. Um, so for those who don't know mockumentary, um, it is means that it is filmed in the style of a documentary, but it is not actually a documentary because it is not documenting a real-life thing. Think Cloverfield. So wouldn't this just innately be a mockumentary, if, even if it was a documentary? Because yeah. Because it's not real? Yeah exactly so it's yes um so what we have to do here is the genre is we have to somehow tell the story of tony stark as if someone is investigating tony stark or investigating the 10 rings what if okay i have an, i think i'm a movie premise so because it is a mockumentary Someone is investigating the Ten Rings organization, which, for those who don't know, is the villain, the quote-unquote villain in Iron Man. And we find out they're not really the villain, but I think for our film, we make them the villain. Yeah. I think solidify, solidify him. We get the backgrounds of the Ten Rings. I think the, the interesting thing about the Ten Rings organization is that... We even find out in Iron Man, like, these are a bunch of people from all over the world. You have Hungarians, you have people from Turkey, you have people from China, um, Korea. Like, that's what the Ten Rings organization is made up of. It is a terrorist organization that has no nationality, no, no specific place. It is a group of people, which they never talk about. Like, that's interesting. Like, the Ten Rings organization is a big enough organization that, like, a bunch of people around the world are joining it. Um... So, if it's a mockumentary, maybe it is the story of someone investigating the Ten Rings and the Mandarin. Because fuck you, Iron Man, for not doing anything with Mandarin. In, my, in this movie, we're doing something with the Mandarin. <laughs> um, and through that, like, you could still get Tony Stark's 
journey, like, it could start off as, like, I'm kind of thinking, like, Blair Witch. Like, they go in, whoever's recording this documentary is going in, um, covertly infiltrating the Ten Rings, recording, um, maybe they're in the same camp that Tony Stark is captured in, and they're like, oh, shit, this is gonna be a great movie now. We have famous philanthropist billionaire Tony Stark is now part of this actor (laughs) yeah um we so they start recording this and obviously we'd get more exposition on the Ten Rings the Ten Rings would be generally the focus but like in the background we see like maybe Tony Stark get captured that's in some footage we see the destruction maybe they filmed the destruction after Tony Stark Iron Man breaks out of the camp itself they're like holy shit what's going on and then it kind of also becomes a mystery because or maybe they maybe okay and he comes back and saves them maybe (laughs) yes maybe chime in chime in if you whenever um i mean if he just left and it was just a like the rest was just a horror film and they just hang out in this cave and it's just uh them trying to live like normally you know the end of the movie just like one person escapes saved by Uh, yeah what yeah what if what if this is like more a horror mockumentary? We don't, like I said, maybe learn about, maybe they don't learn who was captured. Maybe they infiltrate the group and they go to, are going to arrive where the Ten Rings were keeping Tony Stark and they're recording the aftermath. A bunch of people burnt dead and stuff and they have their cameras, night vision going through the tunnel. You see um, all the dead people and stuff and the Ten Rings still have them captured. Um, but it's also kind of, it's treating Iron Man not as a main character, but as this force of pure destruction. Because that would be the only times you would see Iron Man mm-hmm. would be... Almost like the monster. It, exactly. He would be like the monster. He would be like the Cloverfield monster. You would have these people being with the Ten Rings, and then just... You could you could hear gunfire, um and things still walking like it, it's almost like that scene in rogue one where vader i mean it's not originally from rogue one but like vader comes in and yeah, he did that yeah. shot and but it's iron man and it, even risky i don't think they'd ever do this in the mcu you never find out who iron man is in the first one. Oh shit that'd be interesting yeah you kind of so, just yeah go ahead i like the idea of using like all the exact same audio from <laughs> the normal iron man yeah right except our characters are just the next cave over exactly and iron man you know that point where he, he's like 16 steps and then, and then turn left. yeah yeah so like they would just be to the right and they would just see a glimpse of like a huge metal man shooting flames out of his arms and people screaming and cooking exactly it could it would be a, it would be rated r <laughs> i feel like nah. it'd be rated r um yeah and i think we could so if we're talking about this be as the we have this has to set up the marvel universe and i mean that would be a wicked way to start up the mcu as a mockumentary horror type of blair witch a found footage (laughs) iron man movie i think with that you also set up the mandarin yeah and i think by doing that you also set up phase one's bad guy as the mandarin um because honestly the mandarin could be for those who don't know the origin story of the Mandarin, he was this crime boss, evil. He finds ten magic rings, ten alien space rings that allowed him to change reality, shoot ice beams, fire beams, pretty much do everything. He is incredibly powerful. Um, oh, man. 
movie ends with him just executing the cameraman. Exactly. With like, you just see like maybe this hooded figure walk into his traditional green robes, ten a ring on each finger glowing, and then him just like lifting and kind of almost doing like a force thing. The camera shakes and just goes, introduces the Mandarin. And if you introduce the Mandarin in the first Marvel movie, I mean Hulk. Sorry, Hulk. Like I like you, Edward. I like Edward Norton as the Hulk. Um, I love Edward like, Norton. Yeah, but I think Ruffalo is the better, better Hulk for the MCU. Like, Different conversation. We're here for Iron Man. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, I think you set up the Mandarin. You get uh, Fing Fang Foom. Uh, for those who don't know, we're gonna get into the Miss Mandarin, not the language. I'm not gonna teach you Mandarin because I don't know it. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about Mandarin. Um, Fing Fang Foom in the comics is a dragon. Not really a dragon, but the Mandarin thinks he's a dragon, joins forces with him. That can be your galactic, that could be your Avengers villain is Fing Fang Foom, a giant dragon now, um, a mystical dragon. Um, and then, I mean, in the comics, the Mandarin finds out Fing Fang Foom is not actually a dragon, but actually an alien trying to take over Earth. You get a Mandarin teaming up with the Avengers. <laughs> Just give me the Mandarin. I know the Mandarin is coming. Okay, so... The Mandarin is coming up in the next, in the next movie of the MCU, the Ten Re- Legends of the Ten Rings. Um, I don't know. I think he is. I think the next movie is um, the Legends of the Ten Rings, which will be cool. It's either before or after the Eternals. Um, but I think yeah, I think the first movie, found footage. We don't know who Iron Man is. We just, I think yeah, stays in the cave, stays dark. Maybe they're trying to ex- escape. Maybe Iron Man, because Iron Man kind of just like walks through the desert, then gets found. Mm-hmm. That's kind of one of the weird pacing things. Is like he just gets there, and then like with like a barely living heart, he like walks through the desert and is found. Yeah, that's one of the weird pacing things. I mean, maybe we put him deeper in within the Ten Rings. We could even put him in China. I don't like place him there. Maybe even in like a Mandarin or Ten Ring hideout. Um. So then, like you have. The main people behind the camera are trying to escape the hideout, and like every time they turn a corner, like there's people shooting, like. <laughs> um, and maybe they even think the Iron Man is like the villain. Feels <laughs> like he's just murdering. I would. Yeah. Um, these people are dying. Uh, I think at the end it would be great. Again, R-rated MCU. If we're going this way, the Mandarin executes. Uh, Mandarin arrives after Iron Man escapes. The maybe the camera crew is like, "Oh, thank you, thank you for saving us." The Mandarin just ten rings dead, disintegrates. Oh man, something. You think that Iron Man's the bad guy, but nope. Next movie, he's in red and gold. No more found footage. Triple A film. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be like I said. If you did it this way, the MCU is different. You just are not doing that. Um. Uh. You know. Yeah, MC is different if you do that. And what would be even crazier is I think if we're already going experimental found footage Iron Man, the movie isn't an Iron Man movie. Like, the posters don't show Iron Man. The trailers don't show Iron Man. They just show a metal menace. And it's like the end. (laughs) (laughs) The end scene, you learn it's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's Uh, MCU. That is I think we totally just avoided recasting Tony Stark, which is amazing for me because I don't know who you need yeah, to recast. Yeah, no, there's him. no need to recast when you just rewrite the whole damn story. <laughs> yeah, so you don't know him. 
You still get the origin story. He builds himself. You... Although, I'll put this out there again in the same way that I did for Pedro Pascal and... Uh, dang it. The girl that got cast as Ellie, whose name escapes me. Anyway, if anyone can think of a better Tony Stark than Robert Downey Jr., I want to hear about it in the chat. I want to hear about it in the Discord. Hit us up. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know. Be a better Tony Stark. I don't know if better, but if we had to recast them. Yeah, two, not even better. 2008. Like, Johnny Depp. Who would put on par? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. These are all viable options. Keanu Reeves. Ah, no, Keanu Reeves isn't a big douchebag. I refuse to even make a statement on the matter because, for those of you that know me, know that I I love the man. RDJ is my hero. He's a great man. It would uh, have to. Yeah, that's there's only there's a few castings that you can't change, and I think right, there's no Robert Downey Jr. just is Iron Man. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you can find anyone else that fits the role as well. He, he just fits it so well. And yeah. He played it so well. And and the thing about it is, I I almost think of Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark as Brian Cranston's Walter White. Right. You, you yeah. You have the role. It's your role. You did it to the absolute max, and you did it to like completion. Unlike Terrence Howard, not. <laughs> Sorry, waited the whole podcast for that joke. But yeah. uh, point being, I, I do use that comparison because it makes sense. He played the role to its completion, to it, to its bitter end, like it or not. He he did each part of it through. Hugh Jackman is a similar example. Oh, God. With, Someone uh, says Tom Cruise is the new Iron Man. I refuse. <laughs> well, right. Um, it's going to be no. like X-Men. Because, I mean, we realistically, we have the X-Men coming to the Marvel Universe very soon. Maybe sooner than later because of WandaVision. Um, you can't. I don't, I don't think you should recast Wolverine. <laughs> like, don't. I mean, at this rate. They're going the to. Way that, the way it's looking, <laughs> I mean, they might. What if they just kept it all? I don't think he wants to come back, though. He said, I had heard at one point that he said that the only way he would come back would be if it were, like, in an Avengers title. Oh, see, or, I, I've heard more that he just does, he's done with it. It'd be amazing. I, yeah. I, I, but that's another perfect example. Like, he played his role to completion, and he just fits the bill so well. Um, but, yeah, on the note, I only mentioned his name one time. I do think it's a major flaw. In this movie, I think Don Cheadle should have been casted off Rip. I'm so glad that... Uh, I think Don Cheadle's a better Iron... Uh, better Worm Machine. Yes. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I think I, Terrence Howard is awkward in this movie. Yeah, uh, I'm not trying to throw any shade, T. I am. Mr. <laughs> Howard, like, you're... I'm sure you're out there listening to our I, super I, popular podcast. Um, but I'm, uh, you know, no disrespect, but like, I'm glad you got recast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, 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 I mean, first. Terrence Howard is a good actor. I just don't think he fit the movie. I think like because yeah. um, War Machine is kind of like a sympathetic character and has sympathy. Like and Terrence Howard's kind of a dick, he, right? He just like <laughs> if you look at War Machine in the, all the other Iron Man movies and going forward, um, that's cool, man. But you're gonna get out of my chat. Um, but yeah, I I think. <sighs> I think yeah. Um, I think Don Cheadle so much better. 
Um, yeah, he plays the view. Um, personally, another actor that I really enjoy outside of the MCU. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, I think Don Cheadle's pretty great when he does. Um, I think, I think there's just some actors that don't fit well in the MCU. I think Edward Norton wouldn't have fit well in the MCU, and I don't think Terrence Howard going forward. I couldn't see him in Civil War. I couldn't see Terrence Howard. Right. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I I don't think. See now, let's quick small one here at the end of the episode. If we did Civil War with a recast of Terrence Howard as War Machine, I wouldn't have cared when he got blasted out of the sky. <laughs> right, exactly. Like if the same War Machine was in it from first to a Civil War. Agreed. I think <laughs> same with Ed, like I could not see Edward Norton as Professor Hulk. In Endgame, right. like, Edward Norton no. is also kind of a creepy-looking psychopath. I <laughs> love Edward Norton. Right. I think he, again, I think he's a fantastic actor. However, in Avengers 2, when he was blasting off the space, I would have literally looked over to my friends in the theater and been like, fucking thank God. I'm so glad that there's no more Hulk around. <laughs> yeah, I just think... I, I love the Hulk. No, Edward Norton is a great actor. I agree. Like, he's really good at serious roles. I mean, I also I heard he's an awful person to work with. But because he is kind of... Like, his characters, I guess, aren't too off from him in personality, which, like... Uh. <laughs> He's actually a huge green rage machine. Got exactly. Um, yeah, I, I like Edward Norton, but I think you're onto something. Like, there are some people that have been cast in the MCU that wouldn't have necessarily fit their role in terms of, like, longevity. Yeah, like, okay, so, fuck, what's, who's, who's Batman and Christopher Nolan? I can't. Why can't I remember? Christopher Nolan's Batman was yeah. Christian Bale. Like, he's about to be in the MCU. I... I mean, he's a great actor, but I also like it's weird to put him in the MCU. Um, he is playing, uh, what's his name? Uh, the God Killer. In um, Null. Not Null. Null is the God. Um, it's this is the God Killer. I can't remember the name. Okay, uh, the symbiote guy. The who who holds uh the symbiote sword. He's not a symbiote, but actually, okay. I, have to, I have to look this up. Um, um, interesting. Well, see, but like in terms of that, though, like he probably fit that specific role really well. Like, I just have never seen Christian Bale do comedy, which I think that's where Iron, I know. Iron Man is. I mean, like I said, uh, he's Gore the God Butcher, so it's close. I don't really think that Jared Leto is a good fit for the MCU either, but if somehow Morbius managed to make it over, I think that it would be Yeah, good. it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. You know? I mean, like I said, Taiki Watiti is reprising his role for re- directing Thor 4, so I've, I have Ragnarok is my favorite MCU movie. Um, all right, I think that's it. It's been like an hour. It's been a good hour. So, you ready to like yeah. get out of here? Not really. Yeah, Everyone in stream, I mean, we're still streaming after this, but yeah, we're still hanging. But yeah, I'm ready to wrap up. Let's wrap. Yeah, just go to fuck it. Yeah. We'll do it live. Yeah, it's we'll do it live. Um, yeah. So that is the first episode, everybody. I hope you liked it. Uh, what are we streaming? Minecraft. Um, this, like I said, this is the first episode of the series uh iron man i don't know what movie we're gonna do next week we'll figure that out behind the scenes uh we're gonna try in the future letting everyone know what movie we're doing 
beforehand. So if you want to watch it with us and also kind of have a discussion with us, go ahead. Um, but I don't don't know what movie we're doing next week. Um, but this was episode one. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and let's do some plugs and get out of here. Uh, Shane, want to start us off? Uh, yeah, you can catch me live at twitch.tv slash bringtheshane, which is weird to say, because that's, that's where we are, yeah. Right now. <laughs> also, uh, we have a great podcast, which I'm sure is about to get plugged here. Yeah, anyway. uh, yeah I was going to plug it. Um, yeah, so... Um, on my end, like we are streaming live right now. Uh, I'm at twitch.tv slash farmgoat. Come check me out. Um, I also have uh, two YouTube channels. One is farmgoat plays where all my gameplay and where this podcast is actually going to be. It's going to be on my farmgoat plays YouTube channel. And then if you want to hear me talk more in depth and more philosophical, I guess, and more um, not that we don't talk things critical in this podcast, but more from like an actual kind of like academic critical route route uh you can go to farm goat says where i'll be talking about movies in that sense and also tabletop role-playing games but shane and i also have another podcast called survival check which is a DD podcast where we are going through the monster manual talking about the history of each of the monsters and uh what you can how you can use them in your own game or not use them in your own game if you think um um except for that egg yeah i did say that (laughs) Um, but that's it, everybody. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and this is us signing off. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Let's do a clap for end of recording. And yeah, that's that.